G'day, g'day. This is Rita Join, and welcome to the Unbox Your Give podcast, how to turn your passion into a profession. And the question that we're answering in this episode today is, I'm scared. I'm scared I'll be stuck in my dead-end job forever. How can I plan my escape? I love the question. I think it's so, so, so raw. It's raw to the emotion and, and to the person that's asking it. So I'm scared. The question starts off with, I'm scared. I'll be stuck in my dead-end job forever. How can I plan my escape? Here is my ADR cue. Number one, you need to, in, in Mel Robbins' words, you need to go towards what, what energizes you. What really just makes you think like, the reason why I do podcasting, the reason why I do videos, the reason why I speak, the reason why I create programs, learning and development programs, is because there is something inside me that is energized when I'm in the company of other people, when I'm teaching, when I'm speaking. It lights me up. To somebody else, this could, this, the work that I do, this, the body of work that I produce, it could be something like a total nightmare. But that's why we are, we are all different and we've got to know what energizes us. So you don't need to do anything but just look at yourself and think, well, what lights me up? What really makes me feel alive? That's what you want to gravitate towards. So to plan your escape, in your words, to plan the escape in the questioner's, questioner's words, you need to look at what energizes you. Make a list, make a shopping list of everything and anything that, that just lights your heart. And maybe you've been in a job for so long or maybe you've forgotten what lights you up and you're like, I don't know what lights me up. Nothing lights me up. Like, is that normal? Am I not normal if nothing lights me up? Actually, there is something that lights you up. It's just it's been buried so deeply for so long. You've lost touch with it. I remember when I had first finished university and I was working. Uh, no, no, I was in university. I was in university and I was working part-time. And I was working part-time at a retail store. And I remember thinking to myself, I don't know what I'm going to do when I finish uni because I was, I was doing a media degree, media communications. And I was thinking to myself, I don't know what I'm going to do when I finish. I don't know what I want to do. I'm so And I remember using the words, I'm stuck in a rut. I feel like I'm stuck in a rut. I actually don't even want to finish university. That's what I was kept saying to me. I don't want to finish university. It doesn't inspire me. It doesn't excite me. I'm just doing it because it's a box I have to tick and I've got to get it done. And education is the ticket to freedom, right? Because I, I, I came out as an Afghan refugee and then got educated in Australia. And I thought, well, education is the way out. And I thought, well, there was no other way. I had no uh, one else that I knew of that had done it any other way apart from going to university and making a life through that. And so I remember being stuck in a run. That's why your question resonates with me because been there, done that. And I'm sure many people have been in that situation and don't know what to do. So what I would suggest is go to what energizes you. Now, at the time when I was saying I was stuck in a rut, I did not know what energized me. In fact, I had nothing that energized me. That's why I kept saying I'm in a rut. But if I were going to just quieten down my mind and forget about, just forget about, I know, let's just play Pollyanna for two seconds. Forget about title, forget about opinion, forget about what someone else would think, forget about money, forget about what you've done in your education. If you could just do anything, what would it be? 
if money wasn't an issue, and it is an issue, I get it, it's an issue. But if it wasn't for a moment, just for the purpose of this exercise, you can go back for it to being an issue straight after this exercise. But if it wasn't an issue, what would you do? And if the answer is, I don't know, and you don't know what energizes you, that's why I was in that situation. I still didn't know. But I was in learning and development. I created programs. And so I created what's called the passion process, how to identify that thing that lights you up minus your resume. It's free. You can download it. It's at unboxyourgift.com. Go and download it. Go do the exercises in that and you will find what you are going to be gravitated towards. Now, once you find what that is, if you do the passion process, and if you don't have to do the passion process, but it's just one way of a gazillion ways. But if you're stuck, go and do the process. It's free. It's available. Go do it. But start engaging. Start engaging with just different activities. Go and do something you've never done before. What would you want to do? What lights you up? As long as you're in engagement, you will find something. But if you're standing or sitting and saying, I, repeating to yourself, I don't know what I want, I don't know what I'm doing, I don't want to do nothing, like, that doesn't excite me and that doesn't excite me, you're not going to find the answer by just thinking about it. Engagement is what creates clarity. Engagement creates clarity. When you sit back and you constantly think, you're going to overthink. Then you're going to create objections for yourself. Then after the objections, there's going to be reasons why you can't do it. And then layer upon layer and then just get frustrated and I'll just stay where I am because, well, this is where... No, it's not that the case. You need to get engaged. And what do you, how do you get engaged? Go do the passion process or go and do just, just do random stuff and see what energizes you. And engagement creates clarity. But if you're sitting down, it, you will cut it off. Like you will stifle your, uh, your clarity. You'll, you'll stifle um, what it is that lights you up. And only you can find it. If you go to a career council, one of the times people have come to me and said, and they've sent, the, sent their resumes to me, and they said to me, tell me what I'm good at. I'm like, I don't need to look at your resume to tell you what you're good at or what you should do because you can look at your own resume. You don't need me to tell you. The reason why you're coming to me or talking to me about this is because I want to do something that's not on my resume, but I don't know what that thing is, which is why I'd created the passion process, right? Because I was in that same position and I'm just giving it out for free to get for everyone else who needs it to gain that level of understanding. Go and organize some work experience. Like for a week, you've got a week off, you've got two days off, go if you want to be a baker. Go and just sign up with a local bakery and say, can I have like half a day with you guys to see what goes on behind the scenes? If you want to be a broadcaster, if you want to be a chiropractor, just go and see what it feels like. I remember when I was doing work experience at school, I, we were only supposed to get one year of work experience in year 10, but I campaigned and lobbied my uh, vice principal to, um, I think it was vice principal, that they call them, assistant principal, someone, because the principal was just not ever there. Or we never saw him. And I asked him if we can in year 11 get a second year of work experience. And he's like, no, no, you can't do it because blah, blah, blah. So anyway, by just saying, just the grace of God, we were able to get a sex. So for those who wanted to get a second weeks of work experience in year 11, were allowed to. And I did. So I chose law. I thought, I'm going to go to a lawyer's little hangout, go to a lawyer and work with a lawyer and see if I want to be a lawyer. I do not want to be a lawyer. I thought that I would rather spend time with people than with paper because this lawyer was in a room, the door was closed, he was just shuffling papers and I thought, 
I don't want to spend a life doing that. I don't want to spend, and to him, maybe that was his dream job and hopefully it was. But to me, peering through that, I could see myself, I would go mad if I did that. It did not excite me. Maybe if I had been given a different experience of what a lawyer is like, maybe in court or something, maybe I would have had a different response. But you can't play the game of what if. You can't play the what if game because then you'd be saying, what if, what if I was born in Zimbabwe? What if I was born in the royal family? Things would have been turned out completely different, right? For anyone. So you can't play the what if game. You play the game of that's what happened. Now this is my response. And you move forward with that because that's how you get grounded. That's how you stay in control. And so my point in sharing that is that go and get work. It doesn't matter how old you are. Just go get a day's worth, a week's worth, half a day, an hour's worth of experience doing that thing that you think you might enjoy. And you might find that this is the real thing or you might find no way do I want to do that. Okay. Second thing, third thing. So I've said to you, go to what energizes you, do the passion process, go get some work experience because you're planning your escape, right? You're planning your escape. (laughs) So get accountability. Get someone to get accountable with you. Either get a friend, get a coach, get just to make sure that you're on track. Because when you can share your progress with someone, someone can actually push you. Maybe find a spouse, your spouse may find a spouse. Your spouse can probably help you if, if you just, just to be accountable. This is what I did today to just figure out what I want to do. And the other thing is that if you don't want to get a coach, if you don't want to enroll a friend into being accountable and exchanging what you're doing, one thing that's really worked for me is I have what's called a tracking sheet. And it's just a fancy word. It's not even a fancy word. It's just a word that tells, like, for example, if I want to track, um, if I want to track my, well, something that I'm doing. So, for example, find how long I'm going to the gym, for example. If I want to track gym so I'm going to write get a piece of paper and put Monday Tuesday Wednesday Thursday and the dates next to them and then I'm going to say so what did I do on this day to be accountable to myself what did I do on do I do anything on the Tuesday do anything on the Wednesday so I can track my progress what you track grows so the one way to be accountable to yourself is to have that piece of paper and just write down what you're doing to make sure that you are being accountable so that when you look at it over a week, over a month, you can see the effort that you've put in or lack thereof. And it doesn't mean you beat yourself up. It doesn't mean any of that. It means that you're just looking at where's my effort going? Because sometimes we know we would do things and we're like, am I getting anywhere? But when we can see on paper what we've actually done and we've tracked it, we can actually see that, you know, there's some progress being made that we are putting some effort in and that just gives a boost of energy. But it also keeps you accountable to know what actions are being taken. So that's another thing. The other thing you can also do um, that you're scared that you'd be stuck in a job forever, how do you plan your escape, is making sure that you watch what kind of friends you hang around. Because if you're, at, you're around people who don't share your next best move, which is trying to find what you're good at, then you're going to find yourself gravitating towards, I'll just stay where I am. Everyone else is in the same place. Because who we hang around is who we become. And if you're hanging around people who are happy to just be in a job that they're not happy in, you will gravitate to that. It's easier to be negative than it is to be positive. It's much easier. That's why when teenagers or kids or even adults, as we're growing up and going through life, 
when you hang around someone who's a bad influence, who might do some things like who might abuse alcohol, who might, um, you know, take drugs, it's easier to be influenced by that because negativity is easier. It's more contagious than positivity because it takes effort unless it becomes a habit. It takes effort to rise above it. And that's why it's easier to gravitate below. So watch who you're hanging around. Watch the work, your workmates. Watch your, uh, your colleagues, workmates, colleagues. Watch the friends. Watch what conversations are being spoken about. Because if you're speaking about conversations that, well, this is how life is and you pay taxes and then you die, that's going to end a certain level of path for you. And you will find yourself kind of going, yeah, well, this is just life. And your fear of being stuck will just become a reality. So watch your friends, watch the company that you keep, watch the conversations, watch your language. Watch the language that you're using. You have to speak in, in language that is going to move you forward, even though you think it's a lie, even, think, even though you think no, you're not getting anywhere. Because the brain doesn't know the difference between something that's real and something that's made up. If I said to you right now, if you're listening to this and you're driving or you're walking or you're jogging or you're just sitting down or you're doing the dishes, <laughs> whatever you might be doing, imagine that there was a spider on your hand. Imagine you could feel it just crawling up your hand. And then if you have hair on your arms, you can feel something being tickling you and something pulling at you and something walking up. And slowly, 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 it's going up your arm and over towards your ear. And your ear is kind of, I can, I'm just imagining it and I'm just kind of feeling like that. That is nothing but me putting an impression in your mind and your mind responding to it. It's like if you've ever watched, um, you know, yeah, if you've ever watched skiers in the Olympic Games, you know, you know they go down skiing and they, they kind of move from left to right and then you suddenly are so entranced with what's happening on TV that you kind of move your body ever so slightly because you're imitating what's happening. All your brain is doing, it's, it's thinking it's on the track, on the snow, and it's making micro movements. So watch what you say to yourself because it matters. And if you constantly say to yourself, I'm, not, I'm stuck, or I, I don't know what I want to do, that's going to become your conversation in your head. Even when it's a lie, remember, your brain doesn't know the difference between something that's real and something that's made up. And you need to tell yourself what you want it to be. I found what I want. I'm so happy I've got a plan together. I'm so happy. You have to keep doing that. That's like a must. Because the next thing that comes down to is your belief. You're going to need to change. What, what do you need to believe? What do you need to believe in order for you to have a plan to escape and for you to know what you want to do, like to know what your passion is? What do you need to believe about yourself? That's a, a question that you need to get really quiet about. What do I need to believe about myself that's going to allow me to find the work that lights me up? And like anything, once you find what those beliefs are that I need to believe that it's out there, that it exists, that I can do it, that I have found it, the belief that I have found it, the belief that I'm good enough, the belief that I'm enough, the belief that I've learned enough, I've gone through enough, I've seen enough, I am enough. Like those are the beliefs that come to my mind right now in this moment. You may have others. But you need to know what are those beliefs and you need to remind yourself, even though you think it's a lie initially, even though you may not believe it, in the beginning, 
the more you tell your mind, mind doesn't know the difference between something that's real, something that's made up, your brain will believe it, then you will act that out. You will transpire to being that. And so it's really important that no matter what you do, whichever process you take, pick one thing that I've said to you in this podcast and work on that. Then pick a second thing, then a third thing, but just start somewhere because the sooner you start and the sooner you're able to mobilize yourself towards it, the sooner you'll be able to have a plan and you won't be freaking out and you'll get less stuck, like stuck in the mud. Thus you'll be in a rut. And once you have a plan in front of you, once you have the ability, once you can see a vision, once you can see a path and use any of the things that I've said to you in this podcast, now you'll be able to get motivated. Motivated becomes a habit. And soon you'll see things changing. And soon you'll know what you want to do. And by all means, please let me know because I would love to hear from you. So guys, that's my A to that Q. If you've got any questions that you'd like answered, if you'd like me to give an insight into anything that turns a passion into a profession or what that passion is, please email Rita at unboxyourgift.com. Let me know your questions. If you feel that this episode has served you and could serve someone else who is stuck in a rut, always looking to find their escape plan or how to find their passion and turn that into a profession and what it takes in that startup stage to do that, then please share this podcast episode and subscribe and let me know how you found it. As always, thank you so, so, so much for coming in and joining me on this podcast episode. It's my absolute honor and privilege to share these insights with you and to have you here with me. As always, my advice to myself and to you is that life is a gift. Together, let's unbox it.